Welcome to the Creative Nectar Podcast. Your hosts are Jenny Hahn and Stephanie Gray, and together we share conversations and practices around art making as a path to self-discovery, recovering wholeness, and living an authentic life. So settle in, make yourself comfortable, and enjoy the nourishing taste of Creative Nectar. Welcome to the Creative Nectar podcast. We are so glad you're here. If it's your first time, I am Stephanie Gray. And I'm Jenny Hahn. Hey, everybody. Hey, um, if you're coming back again, thank you for returning. We love that. You know, today we're talking about something that's kind of multi-layered, isn't it, Jenny? We were talking off before the recording and it's just like, wow, there's so many layers to this. But today we're talking about is your consciousness being hijacked, how to creatively follow your inner yes. Mm. It's a big one. It's (laughs) a big one. And we're going to try in as much as we can to unpack that and share some of our examples and what we're talking about. Because yeah, it's a big one. So we're glad you're here. And we're going to just dive right in. Sounds good. Yeah, this is big. (laughs) It is. It is. So I, you know, Jenny, when I say discovering your inner yes or following your inner yes, what does that mean for you? Well, for me, I, I kind of tie my inner yes and inner no to, I, I think of this compass, like this inner compass in me. And I think I kind of equate it with what we would call intuition, but not just, not intuition alone. I, I was thinking on this and, uh, you know, one of my teachers talks about in, in neuroscience now, they talk about that the body technically has three brains, not just the brain in our heads, but that the heart and the gut also would qualify, if you will, as, yeah. as brains with their, with neurotransmitters, with the, the way they process information, they do it differently. But it's like, when I think of my inner, yes, I think of all three of those brains kind of in alignment, communicating, firing together, if you will, it's not just a head decision. Like my yes, I, it comes from, yeah, it does come from my heart. It does come from my gut. It's like, there's so many different ways this can be perceived for different people. But for me, it's like this feel, it's like where every cell in my body is either saying, yes, let's do this or no, stop. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's visceral. Like you can visceral. feel it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, yeah. I think the reason I was so excited to be talking about this today is because the I didn't even know what any of this meant until I started to process paint. I was so frozen mm-hmm. from the inside out that I didn't know how to discern it. And it yeah. was only as I slowly began to come into my body and then into my heart and into my gut and incorporate and clear out a little bit, some of what was going on in the brain, you know, because there's just so much of that programming going on all the time. It wasn't until then that I realized, oh, I don't want to be doing this. Like, I think I was doing dots or something. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to be doing this right now. But something inside told me, oh, um, you need to finish this before it's time to go. Mm. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Right. 
<laughs> Who is that little voice in there? Yeah. Is this true? <laughs> Who's that talking? <laughs> right, right. Well, and I think that's what we're, uh, when we talk about is your consciousness being hijacked? Like, what does that mean for you, Steph? Like how, in what ways do you feel like your consciousness gets hijacked and by whom or by what? Yeah, I feel like, oh my gosh, I feel like it can get hijacked a lot. Um, mostly it is right now through media, um, social media. Sometimes there'll be a, because I work a lot on social media and sometimes there will be a song that is really prevalent that just starts spinning around in my head. And like, I literally will be, that'll be something that's going on in my brain as I'm sleeping. And I have to come <laughs> to it and say, I no longer want this in my consciousness. This is not mine, you know, but it's just, it's just things like that or still uh, parents, you know, um, why do I make my bed every morning? Is it because my mother like instilled that in me? Or is it something else, you know, or is this something I really like to do and, you know, like sussing that out. And it just, it's really mm -hmm. about, like we were talking about getting curious um, about the feelings. Is this lining up for me? Is this lining up with what feels right for me? And a lot of times I'll um, be watching something on Netflix or whatever, and it just doesn't feel right. And I'll catch myself being like, this doesn't align to me. It doesn't feel good to me. And yet I'll still keep watching. And then I have to go, no, you know, and make like an actual concerted effort to stop watching. Mm. And it's, this, it's those little things that I never would have even been aware of had I not started the creative process. And I, and I sometimes wonder if okay. people even like, I know I never thought of using the creative process to get from that to where I am now. Mm. Yeah, there, there's so many, so, there's so many inputs that we're like processing all the time, expectations from others, from culture, from media, from parents, from bosses, from whatnot. Um, when I think of consciousness being hijacked, even beyond the sources of it, I, I was thinking about how, like how that can play out, how that can look with my own thoughts. And um, sometimes if there's obsessive thinking or obsessive worry or trying to kind of keep control of things out of a sense of, of obligation for whatever reason, or, or just making like quick decisions from the mind without the engagement and the involvement of the heart and the body, maybe things that are mechanical or habitual or for whatever reason, we were raised with it. We were, we were taught in school. There's so many ways that our consciousness can get hijacked. And, and we say, you know, that phrase sounds so <laughs> intense, but you know it what does. I mean? It's like when you sit down to tune in, or if you practice meditation, that's when you really become aware of the monkey mind, right? You know, and we're not talking about that somebody is like taking over your brain and like, or, or maybe they are, I don't know. But, <laughs> but it's just this, these, the brain in our heads, you know, they, yeah, they can get in these loops and it's like, it's, I think it's really skillful to stop, to pause and to begin to just notice. And it's not that we're trying to get the thoughts to stop. We're just bringing awareness to the process, to the thoughts. And, and then beginning to inquire, like you said, of who, whose is this? Where did this come from? 
And is this serving me or can I let this go? And then as we begin to like settle in further, it's like into the heart, into the body, like what is, what is most alive for me? What do I most want? And beginning to really investigate that is a whole process in and of itself, which of course we use creativity to do around here because that's that's what we do. do. (laughs) (laughs) That's our jam. (laughs) It is. It is. And honestly, I'm so grateful because I'm not, you know, I've talked about this a lot, but I don't meditate well. I do do it, but it doesn't, it doesn't go well a lot of the time. When it does go well, it's when I am creating. And Mm. I would never have known how beautiful it feels to really be aligned in that heart space without creating, you know? Mm. And I love what you said about just asking the questions like, is this true? Is this, is this thought that's going on in my head? Is this true? Is it even valid anymore? It may have been when I was two, but it's not anymore, you know? And, and that's, I think part of what we're talking about when we say, is your consciousness being hijacked just to be, just to be aware You know, I can't tell you since from when we started all of this to now, how many times I've had beliefs like strongly held beliefs that have shifted because I've grown, I've changed, I've asked the questions like, is this real? Is this true for me? So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's big and it's big to unpack. And then something that happens after that is like, like you were saying, getting in touch with the intuition And then that helps with, you know, as we're facilitating or, you know, it just, there's just layer upon layer. Absolutely. Yes. And we have so many examples and uh, of working with folks over the years and ourselves of that process of kind of dropping from the head into the heart and the body. And I I can remember one example of a woman I worked with at a, a workshop. She, and I mentioned this in my book, Creative Flow, which is <laughs> now being released. But um, this woman I was working with and she, you know, she hadn't painted in a long time. Um, she was getting ready to move. And so she kind of showed up with thinking that she wanted to paint an uprooted tree to kind of represent, you know, how she was feeling. And she found that once she started painting it, she just was not engaging. She was, she was kind of bored. She was kind of, it just, what the energy wasn't there. And as we kind of worked through it and asking questions, it's like, what it came down to was it was her mind. It was her head brain (laughs) that came up with the plan (laughs) that wanted her body to execute And it's like, that's not what her body wanted at all. And when we were able to kind of walk through that and she was able to tune in and and like really see what felt alive and interesting and juicy in that moment, she just felt like doing these colorful scribble, like these, um, not scribbles, squiggles, just really vibrant squiggles and she ended up sharing that they they looked like vegetables and fruit to her and she was just like so delighted and she just covered this whole page and then it's like the page wanted to get bigger so she moved it down onto the floor and she ended up getting her hands and her feet in it but she just like had so much joy you could see it in her eyes in her face and after that i remember looking across the room later and she was just sitting there kind of in this meditative state just like 
bliss, peace, like that, you know, that feeling of satisfaction. And, and, and so it was such a strong contrast to see that from the beginning of like, and we, and I've been through this so many times myself, and I know so many of us have where it's like, we get on this track where we think we know where something is going before we can get there. You know, we kind of plan out our creative action as if the mind alone can do that. And it's like, no, the body, the heart, the spirit, it all wants to participate. And sometimes that looks a little different from what we have in our mental plans. Oh, I would say almost all the time, right? I <laughs> almost you know all the what time. strikes me if if I'm remembering right from the story you just told, you said she wanted to feel rooted and grounded, right? She wanted to is that what I'm hearing? Well, she was feeling unrooted and ungrounded from the move. And so probably so. I mean, but it was like the idea was, oh, I'm feeling this way. I'm going to do this, not so much to get grounded, but just to kind of, I guess to show where she was or, you know, but again, it was a mental decision. I think it was a, yeah, it was like a premeditated idea that lost its oomph and it's okay to start with those things. But then we use the compass of the body of the heart and see, okay, where's my energy now? And what am I needing in this moment? The thing about it is like, as I listened to the story and it unfolded, I realized that she ended up exactly, you know, if, if feeling a little more rooted, a little more grounded, a little less untethered was part of why she was painting that to begin with. And then allowing the heart and the gut to speak, it was just, I don't know. It's like, it's like the body, once she sort of surrendered to the whole thing and the whole process she got there because she was like, it sounds like she was like right. using her hands and her feet and she was in it. Right. Uh, right. I just think it, I, you're so, I mean, it's, it's so true. It's so true. Well, and it's interesting because sometimes when we, sometimes it's so simple what the body wants or what the heart wants to the point where I, I find this a lot in myself and with people we work with. It's like the mind will say, well, that's silly or that's too easy or that's, that doesn't have any meaning or any story to it, or you know what I mean? Like all the ways that our minds can jump in and judge and say, no, I can't do that. That would be childlike or, but it's like, okay, where did that idea come from? You know, whose right. thought, whose thought is that? Yeah. And, uh, you know, we get so many ideas of what art is and what it isn't and blah, 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 blah. If can we, when we involve the entire body and the entire consciousness, it usually knows what it wants next. You know what it's, I mean? Yes. And I'm chuckling because it happened to me personally in, in the studio just a few days ago. Like I'm working. So Ooh. I had a, an image happen when I was doing sort of a meditative, I was in a meditative state and I did have an image come to me that was so beautiful and so amazing. I'm like, I am going to, I'm just going to paint that. And I have been struggling with that image for I almost all year. And it's a big painting and I can't stand it. I don't like working on it. It's tedious. It's stiff. It's like, I don't like it. And then I noticed I'm like, I was in the studio and I, and I looked over and there was a small piece of cardboard just sitting on a table and I just started <laughs> making marks and it felt good to move in a way that I didn't, it didn't matter how it looked. And I ended up getting so like 
drawn into that, that it's like, I, I think I'm probably going to just make marks on the other one that I started because it feels mm. so good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And that's, yeah, that's, I think that's part of the creative process, especially with process art. It's like getting to that point of frustration and then somehow having a breakthrough, an opening where we loosen up, where we are no longer attached to the results. We're okay with it being destroyed if necessary, you know, creatively, but it's like that opens things up to that. I don't know that sense of play, you know, that, yeah. It shifts the energy and then maybe we go back into it or maybe it becomes something else, a little piece of cardboard, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it, and it just noticing how I, how you can feel in your body, like, uh, this is tedious. It's, it's stiff. It's, you know, my head hurts. I'm tired versus, right. Ooh, what's this? Well, it's a little piece of corrugated cardboard. What could I do with that? You know, and then that you feel lit up and like, right. yes, that, that big inner yes. So I just, yes. I wasn't even going to share that, but as you were talking, I'm like, that just happened to me. That literally <laughs> just happened to me. I love it. I love it. Can you describe like how that inner yes feels for you? Like, how does that feel in your body or in your awareness? It feels, yeah. it feels full of wonder and curiosity and it feels fluid and flowy versus stiff. And it just, mm. it just, it like, I do feel like my heart's engaged and I, it just, it all just, it feels like when you, when there's an alignment, like even if you're putting a puzzle together or something, there's that piece that fits just right versus if you're trying to shove a piece in like it, that right. my whole body feels aligned with, with what I'm doing. And then I get into flow. Mm. Mm, beautiful. How about you? Like, can you describe and just how that feels for you? I, I mean, everything you just described feels true for me as well. I, it, it feels like a, I, I, I call it like a yummy feeling. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, a, it's warm. It's warm. Well, it, it's funny. Cause yeah, it makes me think of the quote from the author Glennon Doyle in her book untamed, where she describes her inner knowing as being warm liquid gold flowing through her veins. I'm like, I mean, Oh dang. Yeah. That really, that's it. <laughs> that sums it up. Yeah. But it's a, yeah, it's not a contracted state. It's like a, it's relaxed and it's curious and it's aligned, like you said. And it's just this, yeah, this yumminess, like, ooh, yeah. I don't yeah. know, it's so hard to put into words that somatic experience. But yeah, it is a, it is a visceral uh, knowing, yeah. And I guess the takeaway here is once you begin to discover that in whatever way works for you, you know, of course, like you said, we use a creative process and that's what we're going to be giving examples for. But once you learn how it feels in your body, you can take that out into the world and then you're using that internal compass. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. it goes beyond the studio for sure. It's with with basically with just decision making in life with all of our mm -hmm. decisions. It's like we have that inner compass that can guide us. And yeah. Well, I see cool. that it's probably time to, uh, to give out some tools as we do. Um, yes, I it think is. I've got a few writing prompts. If you've got something as well, I can, yeah. I can do my writing prompts really fast and then you can get into your 
um, suggestion. Yeah. No need for fast. Let's, let's revel <laughs> let's in this, it. man. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I have three writing prompts here. Um, the first one is sort of what we talked about, but it's it would be interesting to write about, and I have before. And so the writing prompt is, I feel most energized when, and just free flow mm. with that, you know, thinking about when you do feel energized. And then you can reverse mm. that too. I feel... I feel less energized when, or shut down or whatever. Um, Mm. And then I'll do two. The second one is who or what occupies my consciousness and am I okay with that? So now that we've talked about Mm. like where, you know, where our consciousness is and who, who or what is occupying it, like getting curious about that and writing about it. Yeah. Mm. That's what I got. Mm. That's great. Ooh, great inquiries. Thank yeah. you. Sure. <laughs> what yeah. do you have for us? So, okay. So for creative practices, and the, again, I'm referencing my book. That's brand new book, Creative Flow, because these are things that I kind of go into there. But what I want to share is doing, starting with an exploratory walk or drive in terms of starting to practice tuning into your body, your heart, and making decisions. And, and then this is something that can be applied to the studio. So let's start with, this can be so simple of just walking out your door, if it's safe to do so, if it's the weather is okay, and just starting to see what feels enticing, like which way do you feel like going and just allow yourself to explore and not because it's the way you usually take your walks or because it's the way the sidewalk goes, but just like if you, and you can pause, you know, if you come to a crossroads, it's like pause and check in and see if you can get a sense of where your inner compass is leading you next. This is something that goes way back to when I was a kid and my mom used to take us on drives. It was one of our favorite things to do with our friends is we would load up the cooler with snacks and drinks and, and, you know, all the sugary stuff and hit the road. And my mom being the amazing mom that she is would allow all the kids in the car to decide which way she turns next. And, you know, and her being the, the parent, the adult, she usually, you know, made sure that we didn't get too lost. This was before GPS, of course, but <laughs> she still had a basic sense of where, you know, we'd always end up on the outskirts of town somewhere. But something in that was so fun and just just to, like, decide, oh, where does this path go? Oh, where does that go? And so you can do this either in your car or in, like I said, by foot or on a bicycle, but just taking that, that exploration and, and allowing the decisions to come from within. Mm. And so from there, if you want to take that to the studio, um, we do this a lot with process painting, just starting with movements and then seeing where it goes. And if you're, if your image, if it starts to become an image, like a specific thing, Uh, an object or a shape, you know, it's like, well, see if you want to explore that. Like if that blob is starting to look like a face of an animal, it's like, okay, let's go down that road. And if it's starting to look like, I don't know, an alien or a, a, (laughs) I don't know, whatever it's becoming, it's like, 
following that path and always tuning into the body, always checking in with your energy to see what is most enticing, what feels the most alive and juicy and, and interesting. And Mm. that's, and that's the practice. Yeah. I love that. I love that story. Thank you so much. (laughs) I can see little Jenny in the car. All excited. Oh my gosh. I don't know what it was about that, you know, of just, I think also having a, a, an adult, a parent that's like totally at the whim of the child, (laughs) like following the whims of the children is, um, really beautiful. It is. So, but yeah, can we then begin to tune into what our inner child is asking of us, even, you know, without the mind saying, oh, that's childish or, oh, that's silly or, oh, that's not art, blah, blah, blah. No, what? Yeah. Where do we want to go? Where do we want to explore? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> this has been awesome. Totally. Totally. <laughs> Bringing the 80s back. Totally, um, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I just want to mention before we go, I want to make sure that you link um link your book if you can. Um, absolutely. So that will be in the description below. And I want to make sure that folks know that we have an active Instagram account. So please join us there. If you haven't yet, we like to show images. Um, we have some images on deck for what we were just talking about. So that's gonna, we're going to share those. And then, um, starting November one, we are going to be, well, actually maybe a little sooner, we're at least going to start opening it. Um, but we have a uh, an online community that we are starting, yes. and we are very excited about it. A way to sort of bring the studio back when we were brick and mortar, bring it bring it to the online realm as much as we can. I'm just very very excited about it. So we'll we'll have information um, there too about that. So yes, please join us for our Soul Nectar community. We're so excited to be launching this. I mean, I yeah, I'm so ready for more, even online community. I think it's just so important. Yeah. yeah. Well. All right. Thank you all, as always, for tuning in. And of course, as always, please leave a review or rating. Really helps us get the word out. And yeah. Thank you so much. Until next time. Till next time. Thank you for listening. This has been a Creative Nectar Studio production.